Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. But uh, it's a while to go yet, while to go. <clears throat> Let me speak to Stephen Bacon. Stephen, good morning. Good morning, Frank. How are you, sir? I'm very well, Stephen. Stephen, we've just been through a significant amount of sport this weekend, but there's no getting away from the fact that the countdown to the Open is so well and truly upon us. Without question. And John Ram, the Spanish golfer, will be particularly looking forward to going to Port Rush. Now, Frank, he won the Irish Open in sensational style yesterday. He shot a 62 to finish 16 under, two shots ahead. That's his second win in the Irish Open in three years, so he certainly loves playing around this island, and he is relishing the chance to tee it up at Port Rush in a couple of weeks' time. Um, brilliant form he's going into it. He loves um, playing on Lynx courses, and it would be a fantastic result because it would be his first major win if he was to go on and win the Open. But as we all know, there's going to be a heck of a lot of competition uh, in the Open. And um, Rory McIlroy, he's playing the Scottish Open this week. He didn't play in the Irish Open. He decided um, it would be better for his Open chances to play over in Scotland. But he was um, at Port Rush over the weekend, just testing out the course, getting a feel for it. And you're right, Frank, um, the countdown is well and truly on. It'll be fascinating to see how McIlroy does in the Scottish Open, actually. Um, in the coming weeks, in the coming days, just to see what his form is like coming into the Port Rush event. You can't overstate how big this is, what is about to happen in Port Rush. Oh, without question. The Open is one of the biggest sporting events on the planet, no doubt about it. You would put it in the top ten easily. Um, it's just a massive event. You're going to have the best golfers in the world coming over, everyone from Tiger Woods to Phil Mickelson to Brooks Kupka to Rory McIlroy to Graham McDowell's going to be there, Darren Clark's going to be there. You're going to have the home favourites as well as the, the, the global sensations. And the crowds that are going to be following the likes of Woods and McIlroy are just going to be amazing, Frank. And the atmosphere, I guarantee you this, at the end of the Open, um, the, fa- the players will be saying it's one of the best atmospheres they've ever played in because for the people who are coming to Port Rush, it's just going to be a joyous occasion. There's going to be real feel-good factors surrounding the event. And I think the RNA will bring it back to Port Rush once they've seen what um, the tournament's all about in Northern Ireland. I- I've, no, I- I've no doubt about the fact that this could be the first of many times in years and years to come that um, the Open has been held at Royal Port Rush. Yeah, let's hope it all goes according to plan. I suppose one of the other things catching our eye very much over the weekend on the TV and I, I watched a lot of it over the last uh, couple of weeks the Women's World Cup those Americans they know how to play football don't they? 
They certainly do, and they have got real quality players all over the pitch. I suppose the the lady that took up the most headlines was Megan Rafino, 34 years of age, with purple hair. She scored in the final, won a host of individual um, awards during the tournament. She had a row with Donald Trump for good measure. She's having a go at FIFA and then um, her bosses in the American um, Soccer Federation about equal pay. So she has got it all going on. I'm certain that Donald Trump is going to invite the American women's team to the White House. And Megan Rafino said that she wouldn't go. So that story is going to run and run. But the Americans class apart, Frank. Um, it's funny, you know, in, in men's sport in America... The American football, baseball, ice hockey still is king, um, and soccer is way down the pecking order. But in terms of women's sport, no doubt about it, the, the number one women's sport in America is soccer, and it's brilliant to see. And I just hope that the success of this World Cup can generate um, more young girls playing football over in Northern Ireland, because wouldn't it be fantastic if one day you saw Northern Ireland competing in a major tournament? Uh, the, the Dutch certainly know how to organise it and get involved in it and get to a, a final and uh, excel. They're, they've only been seriously doing it for less than a decade, haven't they? That's true. And you see, the next World Cup 2023, they will be a major force once again and possibly probably will beat the USA because the USA, a lot of their players um, uh, certainly aren't as young as the Dutch. I think England are going to go strong as well in 2023, Frank, as well. Women's football is on a high. It's never um, generated the audience figures that it has done over the past few weeks before. Everyone is talking about it. Um, the football itself is of a real high quality. I like the free-flowing nature of the games. You don't see any of the players tumble around and dive for about um, 20 minutes after a tackle. Um, they don't give much guff to the referees. And I just thought it was a refreshing, uplifting tournament, which did women's sport, not just women's football, the power of good. I agree entirely. And the BBC deserves some praise. I'm just wondering, is it partly down to the fact that they've so few contracts now for major sporting events that they seem to throw everything at this? Is it partly down to equality where they're proving that they treat women's sport equally or is it just that they're good at it? I think a combination of all three. Um, I would have to say that the women's sport has been crying out for a lot of um, television coverage um, over the past 20, 25 years. And it's only really in the last few years, Frank, that it's been truly recognised. And it's about time that's happened. Um, in terms of the, the coverage, I think Alex Scott is one of the best pundits, whether she's talking about the women's game or the men's game on on television these days, and she's not going to be um, shy of work in the coming season. And in terms of, you know, the BBC contracts, you're right, they don't have as much sport as they used to. Um, the satellite channels, be that Sky Sports or BT Sport, have taken complete control over most major sporting events. Um, so the, the World Cup, it has to be shown on terrestrial TV somewhere along the line. It's one of those um, diamond events. Like the World Cup, and the Men's World Cup, it has to be shown on BBC and ITV. And then this World Cup had to be shown on BBC. So there's all those uh, factors to take into account. But there's no doubt the coverage was very, very good. And uh, and you've got the, the Open coming up. It's another big event, Wimbledon. The coverage of that's phenomenal. ITV is going to have the Rugby World Cup. And I know... Their pundit list is going to be extraordinary, so I can't wait to see that. So 
sport on television, what it does is it gets big viewing figures in, and that is what the TV executives want, um, because then they can sell their advertising for big bucks. And um, I think you're going to see more and more battles for contracts with sport in the coming decade or so, because you've also got Netflix coming to the party, Amazon coming to the party. Everyone wants big sports events on their television shows now. And are you enjoying Wimbledon? Wimbledon, Frank, I've been lucky enough to cover Wimbledon um, for several years back in the day, and it really is a wonderful event to cover. Um, uh, it's probably one of the easier events to cover because um, no matter who you ask to come into a press conference, they are obliged to do so, and the press conferences are always a lot of fun. We've got a new sensation on the court this year, Coco Goff, 15 years of age. What a star she is going to be. Well, she's a star right now, if we're being honest about it. She's got a big match today against a former world number one, Simona Halep. If she wins that, there's a genuine chance that this 15-year-old could go on and win the whole thing. Another massive match to look forward to is Yukana Conta, the last British player in the singles draw. She's playing Petra Kitova, who is a two-time champion at Wimbledon, so that's going to be a tough match. And I mention those two matches because those are the highlights of a day which also has... Novak Djokovic, Rafa Nadal, Roger Federer and Serena Williams playing this afternoon as well. This day is called Manic Monday. It is without doubt, Frank, the best day of the Wimbledon Championships because you've got the last 16 in the women's event, the last 16 in the men's event and you've got all these superstars in one day. It doesn't really happen any other day bar this one. So um, if it's a cold and wet day out there, you could do a lot worse than sitting watching Wimbledon um, because the tennis is going to be extraordinary this afternoon. And in the Gaelic football, we're down to the Super 8s. Donegal, Meath, Kerry and Mayo in one section and Roscommon, Tyrone, Dublin and Cork in the other. When you talk about Super 8s, you wonder how Meath could go in under the umbrella of Super. They managed to scrape in past Clare yesterday. But any one of the other seven, however, with the possibility exception of Ross Common, who are coming good, but they're not going to be good enough. You know, there are six teams, I suppose, capable of competing for the Sam Maguire, but only one capable of winning it, and that's Dublin. Would you agree with that analysis? It's hard to disagree with that, although I've got to say, Frank, I was mightily impressed by Tyrone. I know Cavan were very poor. They looked at a deflated, tired side, and Tyrone beat them 120 to 7 points, which is just Pretty humiliating for Cavan, particularly after those great wins they had against Monaghan and Armagh. But Tyrone were ruthless. They are hitting form at just the right time. And once um, the goalkeeper, Niall Morgan, scored those two early frees, Frank, you knew that game was over. That's how strong Tyrone were on the day against Cavan. You're right in what you said. Dublin are going to be the strong, strong favourites, and it's hard to see them not win another All-Ireland. But I suppose... Tyrone are one of the few teams that can maybe have a real shot at them. I think Tyrone will get through in that group in the Super 8s. I think they're stronger than Roscommon and Cork. The other group, you're right, Meath could be the whipping boys, but Kerry, Donegal and Mayo, uh, I don't know who's going to get through there, Frank. I've got to be honest. I'd, I'd be lying if I said to you, I know which two out of those three will make it. But don't be surprised if it's another Tyrone-Dublin final. It was last year and Dublin were just far too strong. 
but it could happen again and I think Tyrone would run them a lot closer this time. Just one other point uh, Stephen, is it my imagination or is it a bit quiet on the transfer front as far as Premier League football is concerned? You know, most teams are picking up the odd player but it's not going all guns blazing. I I, I would like to to see more activity, especially at the higher end of the the Premier League. Well, it's it's always strange. Um, once the season finished very late, I have to bear that in mind as well. Like the season actually finished in June, then you had all the players going away to play for their international teams. Um, the South American um, uh, tournament is just over last night. You still have the African Cup of Nations, so there's still a lot of football being played out there. Like this football is now just twelve months per year. It's incredible, really. And I think uh, over the next few weeks, Frank, you will see um, it ratcheted up. Manchester United are going to be a very interesting club to watch because Paul Pogba wants to leave the football club. He's away on tour with them today. So I think the plane ride um, over to Australia might be a pretty frosty one. And I think that Pogba will leave. I don't think there's any way that Manchester United should be keeping him. He wants out of the club. And if he goes, he's going to go for about another 90 million, maybe even 100 million. And then United are going to have that to spend. Manchester City have already brought in another very, very good player. Liverpool have only done business really with young players. But I think over the next few weeks, Frank, you'll see lots of transfers happening. I don't really expect Manchester City or Liverpool to go crazy in the transfer market, though, because their squads are so superior. So I can only really see maybe one, two, at most three new players coming in for each club but at the end of the day they're so far ahead of everyone else in the Premier League they will still be the teams to catch even if they make no more signings in the summer Absolutely Stephen thank you very much indeed time's flying by good morning this is the U105 phone in Stephen Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Take them. 